0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Let's talk about the incoming wide receiver rookie class next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Emery Hunt. And Emery, I was over at com looking at some of the mock drafts that we've got up on the site, and it looks like we've got like three to four wide receivers being taken in the first round on average. You know, we got like five or six different people doing mock drafts. And the consensus seems to be three to four rookie first rounders uh, at wide receiver. You know, you compare that to last year, we had four in the top 12, six in the first round. 2021, we had three top 10 wide receivers, five overall in the first round. So I guess the, the first question is, is it fair to say that this class doesn't quite stack up to the last few years in terms of top end talent? Maybe so, but when you look at it from in in totality, because I really break down a
0: position into four different groups, split Mm -hmm. ends, which are your X receivers, your Z receivers, which are your flankers, slot, and also inside wide receivers, which are your bigger inside guys. So when you look at it in completion, you may find guys that are equally as talented, but when you look at this compared to, let's say, the quarterback class of this year Mm -hmm. or the offensive tackle class, or the cornerback class, yes, it'll push some receivers down the line.
1: Now, do you think that's is it fair to say that there's a lack of impact potential in this class, or is it just relative to the other positions? It doesn't quite stack bit, up. It's a little bit of both
0: because mm-hmm. you may have a you know a lack of top end guys. Um, but when you look at it, juxtaposed to, man, there's a bunch of good tackles in this group, so that mm-hmm. pushes guys down. And there's four quarterbacks that could go in the first round. That pushes guys down. We may even see two running backs go in the first round, which also pushes down some of these wide receivers. So I think it's a little bit of both to answer your question. Is there a consensus top guy in this class? I, I don't know if there's consensus, but there's a guy, there's two guys that everyone tends to like a lot. And as Zay Flowers, who's my number one, um, Z, which is flanker, and mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba of Ohio State, who is my number one slot guy. I think those two are the consensus top guys amongst everyone. They're going to be excellent plug and play guys from day one.
1: Yeah. Flowers and, and Jordan Addison would be the other uh, early round guy. They're a little on the smaller side. You know, Flowers uh, listed at 5'9, 182 pounds. Jordan Addison, 5'11, 173. Now, you know, we, we saw a lot of talk a couple of years ago about Devontae Smith. Is he too small? I thought that stuff was kind of silly because, I don't know, if you're that productive at the SEC, I think you're probably a pretty good player despite your size. But, you know, is that something that we're seeing kind of a a change at the NFL level where teams are more willing to take, you know, smaller wide receivers in the early rounds and, and expect them to step in from day one?
0: Absolutely, because the field is – it feels like it's wider now because they're mm-hmm. going to more of that – up-tempo CFL-type game that we're seeing up north. Um, so, yes, you have more room for smaller guys at quarterback, smaller guys at receiver, smaller guys at corner. You even talk about taking a corner that's a shorter guy, putting him on the outside. So, yeah, because the field is wide open now, it lends itself to using more of these shorter, quicker guys, which is exactly what Zay Flowers is. This dude is this quick in all directions.
1: Yeah, is that specifically what makes him your number one guy? What skill set stands out for him? Explosive. I comped him to Tyreek Hill because he's explosive in all
0: directions. He's short, not small. So he's well put together. Mm-hmm. He's a jitterbug, but also has the ability to to really power through routes and, and explosive. And that's something that you don't nearly see a lot from guys. You may see one or the other, but when you're muscular, well put together and explosive, you not only become a threat when you catch the football, but you're someone they could put uh, in the wide receiver run game as well. Who's your number two guy in the class? I would say number two, uh, judging by the numbers, again, each one is graded differently because Mm -hmm. you can't rank Wes Welker how you rank um, Randy Moss. So they play different positions. But I do like um, uh, Mike Wilson um, from Stanford. The, Mm -hmm. The caveat I always have with him is if he's healthy, because that's been the plague for him all throughout his career at Stanford. But when he's out there on the field, he's phenomenal. He's very fluid. He can go down the field, he can stretch uh, the defense and also make plays above the rim as a 50-50 guy. One guy that people should keep an eye on that I grade as my number three flanker because he is tremendous. He reminds me of the Odell Beckham Jr. of this class, and that's Trey Palmer, out of Nebraska people forget he was at LSU was a dynamic punt returner just like OBJ was in college but also someone that can really get deep down the field you put the ball in his hands he's looking to score and has the agility the explosiveness and the fluidity
1: to make it happen all right a couple years ago we had uh Monterey St. Brown emerge as a fourth round pick has been you know a must-start fantasy wide receiver for the last couple of seasons I think he's a top 12 guy for 2023 is there anyone in this class who you would identify as kind of that type of player a day three pick who might take a couple of weeks to get going but could be a big impact player for fantasy
0: you know that's a good question because I don't know if he's gonna go day three because of how he tested but because mm-hmm. he he can play like a day one guy and that's Dontavian Wicks out of Virginia I thought he was phenomenal on tape and he's someone that's a big physical player has good Uh, football speed. Um, So he may not have tested well at the combine, but he's someone that I think is going to get into a program and go, wow, they can't keep the ball out of this guy's hands. He's going to end up being a go-to guy, just like you mentioned, Amon Ross St.
1: Brown. All right, we're going to have more from Emory Hunt over the next couple of weeks leading up to the draft. Make sure you go to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide to check out more of Emory's thoughts on the upcoming class. He's got thoughts on pretty much every player who's coming out of the college ranks this year, so make sure you check it out. We'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today in 5.